Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of my English and uh, this week we are talking about the year ahead. Um, in fact we're going to look back at 2021 and look forward to 2022. I mean I don't know if you're looking forward to 2022 but uh, that's what we're going to be looking at in this week's lesson. So let's get started. So as 2021 kind of draws to an end, it's not uncommon to make our students take a look back and, uh, and think about the year and also to look forward. Well, in this lesson plan, we are not looking at uh, New Year's resolutions. They've been done. Nobody sticks to them. It's a complete waste of time. So we've come at it from a uh, slightly different angle and uh, it's it comes off the back of a video from The Economist which was released uh, I don't know, like a week ago and uh, they're making some predictions about 2022. Well they do this every year um, sometimes they hit the nail on the head with some things and other times they completely fail and, um, and other things completely dominate their headlines and uh, the video this year is kind of raising some interesting questions about whether um, or not uh, the the pandemic will still be around, which, uh, you know, it probably will be, but how it affects us, we'll, uh, well, we'll have to wait and see. Um, it also talks about hybrid working, but while many of us have been kind of exposed to hybrid working and that idea is not strange, it's raising the question about inequality with hybrid working, which was an interesting thought because I'd never thought about it. But uh, there's this kind of like business social media called Slack, and they did a big study that um, suggested that there are certain demographics that would like to return to the office more than others. And the ones who are more interested in returning are, oh, it seems to be, white, middle-aged, middle-class men. And those who want to stay at home more are women, and particularly women of colour. And the inequality that it could that could spring from this is the fact that those people who are returning to the office are the ones who are going to get more face time with managers. And therefore, they will have more opportunities to get a promotion. Not something I'd ever really thought about before, but an interesting thought to have. Um, the video also talks about cryptocurrencies. Well, they're nothing new, um, but many governments around the world haven't had a bloody clue about what to do about them and how to tax them or how to get some kind of control on them because the whole point of them is that they are decentralised, that there is no control as such from any government or governmental body or regulator at all, and they're completely free, it's decentralised. Well, some governments want to tame these cryptocurrencies. It's also talking about this disgusting billionaire space race that we can look forward to continuing in 2022. Um, and if watching Jeff Bezos be blasted into space uh, wasn't sickening enough for you, uh, in July this year, then uh, we can probably look forward to a bit more of it in 2022. Fingers crossed, eh? 
Um, and then there is the, uh, the the question of climate change, um, and this is off the back of uh, the COP twenty six that happened in Scotland this year in November, and it's a bit of a tentative one because I think students and teachers are a bit bored of talking about the climate crisis and no it's not something to avoid um in terms of we all have to take our responsibility in the world but uh it's a topic that we have decided to avoid um looking at in quite so much detail this year because we kind of got the feeling from many of our students that it wasn't something that they wanted to talk about anymore but here it is in the video so we shall see test the water for you um okay well coming up in the second part i'm going to talk about the the reading and uh it's a look back at the predictions that were made uh this time last year by the economist and to see how good those predictions were so see you in part two welcome back um in part two, we're going to look at the reading, because at the end of 2020, The Economist ran a story that predicted five stories to watch out for in the upcoming year. Um, one story has consumed everything, they, uh, they said, and um, no points for guessing which one it was talking about. They said that in 2021, the world will start looking to life beyond the pandemic. Well how wrong that prediction proved to be. The one news story that we hoped would be assigned to the history books continued to hang around like a bad smell. With the arrival of new variants, COVID-19 just continues to surge and shows no sign of letting up. But what about those other five predictions? So let's take a look. The first one was about democracy, the threat to democracy. And thanks to coronavirus, Many elections across the globe were postponed in 2019, and The Economist predicted that autocratic regimes would use that situation to their uh, advantage in 2020 and use it as an excuse to crack down on opposition. However, I don't think they or anyone could have predicted that only six days into the new year uh, that there would be an attack on the United States Capitol. And yeah, you remember a mob of Donald Trump supporters that arrived from 50 states out of some sense of patriotic duty to protest in an election that they believe had been stolen? Well, it happened. Um, so it wasn't quite the threat on democracy that uh, the economists were maybe talking about. Um, but the result of which drew criticism from around the world at his role in degrading America's institutions and democracy. So the second one was this, I was talking about a huge uh, boost in electric vehicles. Uh, I quote, suddenly there's going to be a huge array of electric vehicles for people to choose from. Well, he wasn't wrong with that, um, in the UK anyway. and. As demand soars amid rocketing fuel prices, sales for electric cars have too. Um, in the UK in November 2021, nearly one in five cars sold was an electric car. So not a bad prediction. But 
like with so many things in the UK, there's uh, a problem with class and social status, and it continues to be the case here with wealthier buyers who can afford to buy the new electric cars. And uh, while those who struggle uh, continue to struggle and they can't buy those electric cars and the grants that are being given to those um, poorer uh, people with lower incomes um, they have also been re reduced at the beginning of uh, December there was an, another story in the UK that uh, the grants that were going towards buying new electric cars have been made smaller okay this is fine for the wealthier people but if you're not very wealthy, then you're going to uh, have some problem. So you can't afford an electric car and you can't afford the rising fuel prices either. So fucking screw you if you're poor. That's the message from the UK government. Number three. Okay, it was looking at an opportunity for a turn in wind in favour of some good climate change. Well, in November... 2021, all eyes were on Scotland as world leaders met for the UN's climate change summit, COP26. And this is six years since the Paris Agreement. Um, they were supposed to meet last year, so it would have been five years on, but of course, the pandemic stopped that in its tracks. Um, and the Paris Agreement set targets to tackle global warming. Um, now, experts predicted that the pledges made in 2015 would not be enough. Well, a month on, uh, now in December, analysts and activists have come to a consensus that while there has been some substantial progress, uh, the world still remains off track to avert a climate crisis. Uh, falling short of limiting global warming to one and a half degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. So, still some way to go. The next one was the Battle of the Box Offices. Box Offices? No, the Battle of the Box of Offices? I can't even think. Um, yeah, offices. They believed that, uh, they predicted that the Chinese box office will scoop more money than America's to become the biggest in the world. Well, three blockbusters which you have probably never heard of. The Battle at Lake Changjin. No. Uh, Detective Chinatown 3. No, never heard of it. And Hi Mum? No, not heard of that either. Well, these three films uh, helped the Chinese box office do just that. Uh, of the top five highest grossing films in 2021, three of them came from China. Um, however, it doesn't seem as though Hollywood or Netflix uh, are quaking in their boots. And just like everything else, the film world has also suffered the unprecedented levels of chaos and uncertainty that the pandemic has provided. And uh, the box office figures have continued to ping pong from extreme highs and back down to lows. So I don't think Hollywood is too bothered by that. And coincidentally, in case you're wondering, those two other films in the top five well one of them was the latest film in the james bond franchise i don't know what the name was uh so no surprising that that's there but the other one did create a bit of surprise it was yeah yeah you guessed it you guessed it another fast and the furious film i think it said fast and the furious nine nine fast and the furious nine um, and finally, the fifth prediction was uh, about saving our planet. 
from threats in outer space. The Economist said that that was going to be on top of the agenda for scientists in 2021. Well, for some scientists, of course. In July, NASA will launch the world's first trial in planetary defence. Well, in July 2021, I don't remember uh, reading about any multi-dollar, multi-million dollar spacecraft slamming into an asteroid. Uh, that didn't quite make the headlines that I read in July that had to do with space. Um, what did hit the headlines was this nauseating billionaire space race led by Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's just sickening to watch in my personal opinion. Um, but anyway, this uh, this planetary uh, space defence, this has uh, been put onto the agenda for next year, so we can look forward to uh, some uh, extremely expensive space probe uh, poking into an asteroid next year. Um, yeah, oh, and no doubt we're going to hear more about the space race with uh, these two massive billionaires. So, um, that's what the reading's going to look at. Um, as always, we take a good look at some great Lexus that comes up in the reading and, uh, and some great ways to get our students to, to work with it best. So that is that. We've come to the end of another episode. And uh, I wonder if you can share with me your your takeaway from this episode. Maybe it's uh, a new word or term that you've come across, or maybe a new topic that you hadn't considered learning or teaching before. Um, you can screenshot your phone um, or your computer, and you could tag me in it, Daniel Calver on Instagram, um, and. As mentioned before, this uh, is a lesson plan that we have written to uh, use with our own students. Well, if you're interested in becoming one of our students in the speaking class, then drop me a message on Instagram at daniel.calver. However, if you are a teacher and you would like to use this lesson plan for your own classes, then you can give me a message at the same address on Instagram or at my one about lesson planning and materials writing which is elt.lessonplanner and i'll be happy to hear from you there so guys uh that's it for today uh, over and out have a great day